We're on page Kuf Mem Gimel, 143, and four lines from the top. We've just been speaking about the idea of a Molek and the difference between a Molek and the seven nations. <coughs> the seven, that Molek is the source of all the Klippes of the seven nations. And, and the difference is that the seven nations can be uplifted and refined, whereas a Molek has to just be utterly destroyed. Um... And a Malik, and, a, and the general idea about this difference between a Malik and the seven nations is that the seven nations refer to the seven midas rois, the seven evil emotions, negative emotions to to negativity, love, lust for physicality, fear of anything else except for Hashem, basically, you know, worry about your pranasa, etc. And they are opposite and parallel to the holy emotions. And we said that the revelation of these um, seven holy emotions is through Bina, is through understanding. That's why Bina is called Eimabonim. Even though the, the Midas actually have their own unique source, which is even higher than intellect, higher than uh, understanding. That's why sometimes we see that they can become so intense, even more intense than the, than the intellectual concepts which produce those emotions. But nevertheless, they're, they're revealed through Bina. And so too, we can apply this also to the seven um, evil emotions, even though they're mainly natural, just ingrained in a human person, they're not based on intellect, but nevertheless, they also have their source in intellect, just like the, the holy emotions, even though they are, they have a higher source, um, even though they come from intellect, I mean, they have a higher source. So too, even though the unholy emotions have a, they're just natural, they actually have a higher source, which is from Bina. We proved that from the we prove that from the um, a Eitzchayim, further from the Sifrei Kabbalah, that the Shvira was in Shem Sag, which is Bina of Toyu, even though that, that which fell was the seven emotions of Toyu. Nevertheless, the Shvira was in Shem Sag. And like Eitzchayim says at the beginning, Shara Klolim, that the, um, regarding the the revelation of the spheres of Toyu, that the, the seven emotive spheres of Toyu, they were included first within Bina. And from Bina, they were drawn down and revealed. Therefore, the drawing down of the seven emotions, the seven evil emotions, is from Bina of Klippa. Even though they're also just a natural, without anything to do with intellect, too, like you said. So, four lines at the top, Avol. However, Amolik, who can das the Klippa, but Amolik is the das of Klippa, which is even higher than Bina, as it's known. So, Bina, usually Chachma, Bina, Das. Chachma is the highest. Bina is the next one that comes from the Chachma. Then Das is the lowest. But, actually, Das is even higher. In, it's in the sense of, first of all, its source is from a higher source than Chachma, Bina. And also, the idea of Das takes Chachma, Bina and basically brings it all together and the fruition, the true fruition of Chachma Bina. Chachma is just the initial flash of the concept. Bina is the understanding when you truly digest it. And Das is when you actually live it, when you connect to it, when you relate to it, when you start feeling it. So it's the really the big, it's the whole point of Chachma Bina. So um, Amalek is the Das of Klippa, which therefore is even higher than Bina. And therefore, now we're starting to understand the seven emotions, the seven evil emotions, their sources in Bina. Uh, whereas the source of Amalek is even higher than Bina, as in from Das. That's why, that's why it says by Amalek, he's Reish's Goyim, he's the beginning, the source of all the Goyim, all the evil emotions. What does it mean he's the beginning of all the Goyim? That he is above and he is the source and the 
sorry, he's Lamailagami Shadish and He's even higher than the source and the root of the emotions. Like because the source and the root of the emotions are in Bina. Right? Is an understanding of Klipa. Whereas um Amalek is from Das, which is higher even than the source of these whole unholy emotions, which is in Bina. But nevertheless, even though uh, the clip of Amalek is on a higher level than the source of the uh, unholy emotions. Nevertheless, it is Amalek is the source for these unholy emotions. das who because in the end das is the source for emotions. When a person comes to das, when they start to feel this uh, intellectual sensing of the concept, start to identify with the concept, that is specifically when you start being aroused with feelings for the concept. Whereas before, when you just understand it in your mind. You really appreciate, you understand it, but you just because you understand it doesn't mean you start feeling it. It doesn't mean it's going to affect you. It has to. You have to come to a, a next level, which is really identifying with the concept, feeling like it's your concept, it's your idea. Then you start feeling it. So therefore, we see that in the end, even though a clip of a is higher than the source of the uh, unholy emotions, the midisrois, which is in bina, but it's actually the source in a, a I guess, more distant way for the um, unholy emotions because das is the source of midis, is the source of emotions. And like the verse says, reish is going molik. The beginning and the and the, the source of all the goyim is a malik, but Akri say it's the end of a malik is that he's going to be destroyed. But being that the klipa of a malik is higher than even the level of bina, therefore, um, therefore it has no tikkun it has no being able to be, it has no ability to be fixed and refined. And we're going to explain that more in detail. So the explanation of this idea is. We have to first understand this five different levels that are within every person's soul, which is the five levels from below to above are from lowest to highest are nefesh, ruach, neshama, and then chaya and yechida. Yechida being the essence, and then nefesh being the lowest part, which we're going to explain now. And like the, the Medrash says, that the soul is called by five names, which are referring to five different levels of the soul. The neshama... That neshama, the level of neshama of the soul, which are basically all these different levels of the soul, relate to different levels of your of your reality. Your either your more the aspect of your energy of your soul, which relates to your actions, the aspect which relates to your emotions, the aspect of your soul which relates to your uh, intellect, and the level which relates to your will, and the level which relates to your which your your tainuk, your inner pleasure. These are the five levels. So neshama, nefesh ruach neshama, the third highest, um, from the meaning the third from the bottom, neshama is b'moyach. That's the aspect of your soul which relates to giving energy to your brain. Who can bina? And that's the level of bina of understanding. Ruach, nefesh ruach, the second one up is belave midis. That's the level of your soul which relates to your emotions, gives energy to your emotions in your heart. The nefesh, in the lowest level of bekovid, is in the liver. B'chinas ma'isa. That's the level of your soul which energizes your actions, your thoughts, speech, and action. Chayichida and the two levels of Chaya and Yechida, which are the highest levels of the soul, they relate to Hain Makifim. They're the level of the soul which is encompassing, meaning they are levels which don't relate to your actual Kichas uh, Pinimim, your internal faculties, meaning your faculties which you're consciously aware of, your your um, emotions, your intellect, your thoughts, speech, and action. These are the levels of your soul which energize parts of you which are above being enclosed in specific organs of the body. Like your will. Will is not something which is enclosed in a specific organ. It's just your whole soul being drawn to something and your essence of your soul, which is totally above being revealed within the body. So those are the two levels of the soul, which are the makifim, the kriks makifim, relate to the more um, encompassing, all-encompassing, uh, higher-than-being-revealed types of powers of the soul. <laughs> 
The aspect, the level of the soul, which is called neshama, the third high, the third from the bottom, which is the level of the soul, which gives energy to your to your intellectual faculties. So neshama, which is bina, which so the main idea of the intellectual faculties is the understanding, and you bring it down to understanding from the seminal point of Chochmah, so that's the whole idea of Bina is comprehension and understanding. Bringing a concept down to all its details and its length and breadth and truly understanding it and um, digesting it. Uh, which means to say, this level of the soul, the called Neshama, which is the level which energizes your aspect of understanding, your ability to understand, and being that we're talking about levels within the godly soul, it's levels of this level of the soul energizes your ability to understand godly concepts. So there is a unique power within your godly soul which gives you the ability to understand and to comprehend any godly idea. The Hainu, a godly concept. So now it goes to explain what is this idea of Bina as it as it as it connects to understanding godliness meaning to lefatical in the to bring, to really bring out the details of every godly concept bribed put them with all the multitude of details saga and also to enclose the concept into a the lavushma saga into the the garments of comprehension in all types of explanation meaning to take the abstract concept, this godly spiritual abstract concept, and to enclose it within all these different garments, so to say, with all the different uh, analogies, and which are just garments to the abstract spiritual concept, and to bring it out in all, types, in all different types of explanations. To bring closer, in order to bring closer to your intellect, the greatness of Hashem and Hashem's unity, His oneness, the fact that He's the only true existence. And everything else is just absorbed in and bottled within him. So this is the idea of bina as it as it's being energized by the level of the shama of the soul. The bringing out all the details of a concept, and bringing the concept down into garments of understanding, meaning into different analogies, and it has brought all different types of explanations in order to bring the idea closer to your intellect that you should understand it better, that you should start to relate to it more, and your human intellect should understand it. And there's two types of when you say that we're trying to understand the greatness of Hashem and His oneness and His the fact that He's the only true existence. So there's two categories within that oneness. The, the fact that He is one, His oneness is reflected and expressed within the world. And and the fact that His oneness how it exists within Himself. This idea, these ideas, these great, which are godly concepts, understanding the greatness of Hashem should be comprehended in a true, real understanding, a real comprehension. Meaning this implies this idea, of what does it mean truly understanding something, truly comprehending it, meaning absorbing it, and digesting the concept. That the concept, uh, that it becomes absorbed in a, in a very, very, um, very good on a comprehension, and a true comprehension, the idea of the greatness of Hashem, the greatness of Hashem which is expressed in His creating and bringing into existence all the world, the fact that the infinite essence of Hashem is creating, is creating and bringing into existence worlds from nothing to something. Another 
thing to contemplate on, the greatness of Hashem, is to realize how every creation has no comparison whatsoever to the Creator. The Creator. Because the creation is limited. And the Creator is unlimited. And being that the creation has no comparison to the Creator, automatically understood. Then it's understood simply that that all the creations are they do not have any importance whatsoever compared to the create to the creator who is totally um uncompared and unrelatable to them to him to the creations the whole dairy shive like it says in the um i think this is from Pasuk in in daniel that all the all those who dwell on the earth are kaloch shive are as are as if they don't exist, they have no no importance whatsoever. Like the Zer says, everything before Hashem is as if it doesn't exist, it has no importance. The only thing is, is that there are different levels, different degrees um, of this feeling of self nullification before Hashem. You know, there are such creations that their lack of importance and other and utter they're paling in front of the their existence, taking up no space whatsoever and no importance whatsoever in front of Hashem, is only sensed from the perspective of Hashem. From the Hashem's perspective, and these creations don't feel their lack of importance at all. And the fact that they're totally nullified and totally Nothing compared to Hashem. On the contrary, they're actually an independent existence in their own perception, in their own feeling. They feel themselves separate from Hashem. But there are higher level creations, like angels and souls in Gan Eden, that they do feel their lack of importance, their lack of um, existence, their lack of importance before Hashem. And even in their own perception, they are as if they don't exist without, with no importance whatsoever. Nullified out of their very existence. As explained in another place, that these higher creations, which don't have the physicality to block their perception, um, and there's not, not as much limitation, and they're more abstract beings, they feel their own nullification to Hashem. They feel that their lack of importance before Hashem. And this, in general, is the difference between the lower level unity of Hashem and the higher level unity. So at the beginning we started off saying that um, this idea of neshama as bina, as understanding, bringing everything into its its details and truly bringing it down to analogies and explanations and to bring it closer to your human, human intellect, the idea of the greatness of Hashem and His oneness. And we said there's two types of expressions of Hashem's oneness. How Hashem is one even with the worlds, that even after He's created the worlds, all the worlds aren't a separate existence, rather they're totally nullified to the creative energy which is enlivening them every moment. And then there's His unity, how it is in His essence, in Himself, that is the level of Hashem, how He is the only true, the true, the only true existence and the, really the only existence before we, before, so to say, he contracted from himself a diminished ray of godliness to relate to worlds. This is how Hashem's unity is within him, his essence. That in that level, there is no existence of anything outside of him. So that's Yichudilah, the higher level unity. And this is the two perspectives here, the, the creations, the lower level creations, which are already relating to the level of godliness, which is contracted and, so to say, gives room to the, for their existence. They feel themselves separate and 
yet they their existence are totally nullified to Hashem. That is the lower level of unity. And then the higher unity is these higher creations, like in the higher spiritual worlds, and Atzilas, Briya, Atzira, they feel themselves totally nullified to Hashem, and they have they feel that they have no importance of their existence. Their existence takes up no space before Hashem. And all of these aforementioned contemplations of Hashem's unity, how it is with the worlds, or how it is within His essence, and which is expressing the greatness of Hashem, how He creates everything from nothing to something. And um, it should be totally absorbed in a very good quality understanding, true understanding, the greatness of Hashem, how He creates everything, and how the creation of the worlds is yes from nothing to something, which means that the creation is limited in a yesh, and the creator is a ayin, is something totally unlimited and not within our reality, no comparison whatsoever, and therefore the creation has no chashivas, tfises mokim, has no importance whatsoever before the creator, and as if it doesn't exist in the eyes of the creator. So if you, all this should be in a hasaga, tfises in a real comprehension and grasping it within the um, vessel of a person's mind and his comprehension, meaning a person should truly grasp all these concepts and truly absorb them and digest them and really re- try to relate to them, understanding them in all their details and with all the explanations and analogies to get to really grasp it. Even though that these ideas in their very essence are above the human intellect. Because we're talking about we're talking about godly ideas which godliness is something which transcends comprehension in its very essence, meaning by its very essence, godliness is something which is not given over to the physical entrapments of the mind. The mind, which is a physical entity, has no relation whatsoever to godliness, which is totally spiritual and above limitation. So even though we're talking about concepts which really transcend comprehension by the human intellect, and all the more so when we speak of higher levels of godliness, like the in the higher level unity of Hashem, we're talking about Hashem, how He totally transcends the world. Obviously, that is a level, these levels are totally above our comprehension. But nevertheless, even these godly abstract concepts can come into a true grasping and a comprehension in the minds of every single Jewish person. Being that he has a godly soul, which is literally a piece of Hashem from above. That is why every Jewish person, even though logically it doesn't make sense why godliness, which is a spiritual, should be able to be grasped by a physical mind, which there's no comparison whatsoever between these two worlds, these two realms. Nevertheless, being that the Jewish soul is what is, the Jewish soul is a piece of Hashem. And the Jewish soul is what is enlivening this idea. This level of the soul is called neshama, which energizes a person's understanding of godliness. And that soul is literally a piece of Hashem. Therefore, a person has the potential, the ability to grasp those levels of godliness because that is his essence. The Jewish person has that godliness within him. And therefore, he can grasp that godliness. Like the verse implies, that the soul of Hashem, Tivinim, causes them to understand. This is a verse which implies also that the relationship between the level of Neshama of the soul and Tivinim and Bina. And also this implies that Neshama Zu Shakai. The soul, the Neshama, the soul which every Jewish person has, and more specifically the level of Neshama which relates to the understanding, is literally a Nishma Shakai, a soul deriving from Hashem. Shuhu Kayakhliki, which is um 
a godly energy, which it's all the whole concept of comprehension that this godly soul has is only in godliness, specifically in godliness. It's a godly soul. It can only understand godly concepts, just like it is in its very nature, godly. Anything else, this godly soul has no conception of whatsoever. Rather, it's its whole nature is to understand godly concepts, being that it is by nature a godly soul, peace of Hashem. And it understands which things which are in their very essence not given over to understanding, but being that it is godly and spiritual, therefore, by its very nature, it has the ability to understand these things, and that's only what it understands. The source of this level of the soul, the level of neshama of the soul, as opposed to nefesh ruach, Neshama, the level of the, the level of neshama, which is the level of the soul, which energizes the ability to understand the godly, understand godly concepts, that derives from the level of bina, of, of the world of atzilus, understanding Hashem's understanding how it is expressed in the highest world of atzilus. Which this is a unique svira, a unique power of Hashem, which was emanated from the infinite essence of Hashem. The emanator, to give over the ability to every Jewish soul to be able to understand and to comprehend the infinite energy of Hashem, which usually no thought can grasp Him. But this power that we're given in our soul, which derives directly from Bina Vatsilis, which is the Bina of Hashem, the understanding of Hashem, that is why we have the ability to understand godliness, because we are, have a direct connection to Hashem's understanding, so to say. So this sphira of the world of Atzilis is Hashem's understanding. It's a, a specific power, a unique power, which is emanated from Hashem, which gives the ability, f- which is basically, the, gives the ability for the godly soul to understand and comprehend even things which are not given over to human, the human mind to comprehend. Which means, this is impl- this is referring to the godly energy of Atzilis, the light of Atzilis, which are revelations from the infinite essence of Hashem, the emanator. Which no thought can usually, can usually grasp those energies. But nevertheless, this infinite level of godliness is contracted into the, into the channel of understanding and is able to be comprehended. And from this amazing power of the Bina of the world of Atzilus, which has the ability to understand these godly energies, and to, to grasp this godly energy of the, that is emanated directly from the infinite energy of Hashem, the infinite essence of Hashem. That is, that is from that level which is created, brought into existence, the power of understanding in the godly soul, in order to give it the ability to understand and comprehend the infinite energy of Hashem, which totally transcends usually comprehension. So, just to go back and to explain a little bit more that I think I explained it a little bit wrong the first time, the koyach of the, that we have in our soul to understand godliness derives from Bina Vatsilis, which Bina Vatsilis is the is a, speci- a specific power of Hashem that exists in the world of Vatsilis, which is emanated from Hashem and has the ability to comprehend these godly energies which are usually not given over to comprehension, which is referring to the the godly energy of the world of Atzilus, which are revelations from the infinite essence of Hashem. But these revelations become in, contracted and diminished and enclosed into the power of Bina of Atzilus in order to be understood. 
And that, so this Bina Matzilis has this ability, this amazing ability to understand even godly, godly energies which usually transcend understanding. So through, therefore, our soul, which our neshama, the level of neshama of our soul, our Bina of our soul, of our godly soul, which derives from that level, also has the ability to understand godly concepts which usually are not given over to human intellect to understand. And this understanding and comprehension which the godly soul has to be able to appreciate and to truly understand and grasp godliness, there are, within this understanding, many different levels which are very, very different. Because of godless, with a more um, smaller capacity of understanding and a greater capacity. A smaller capacity to understand, a greater, greater capacity. That some people have this uh, from their of their nefesh. They have the ability to comprehend and to understand in a lot deeper way and in a lot more internal way, meaning to bring the concept, to digest it and to absorb it a lot more. And also people are different in their way that they understand things. One person understands in, a, in this way, meaning he's able to grasp concepts specifically in certain ways, and through analogies or through certain types of explanations or through a visually learner or through a hearing. And another person understands things in a different way. Not everyone's, everyone's minds and specifically their their soul powers are different depending on the source of their soul above in the world of Atsilis and also depending on how refined they are in their bodies. Everyone was given a specific soul, which has, everyone has that koyach from deriving from Bina of Atsilis, but in, everyone has a unique expression of that koyach, and therefore everyone understands things different ways and on different levels and different depths, or more uh, internalizes, less internalized, depending on that um, specific expression they get from the world, level of Bina of Atsilis. Even in one concept, we see that some certain people grasp the idea in this way, certain people grasp it another way. Some people get very deep, some people don't get that deep. Some people understand it and explain it in one way, some people explain it another way using different analogies. So we see that the um, this this Avanava Saga, this Bina of the soul, has many different levels and whether it means in the capacity of understanding, the depth of understanding, or the way of understanding. And so too, also in the excitement of the intellect. There's also, besides excitement in the emotions, the feelings that a person has in his heart, there's also excitement, intellectual excitement, where the person is inspired in their mind, and very engaged in their mind. When a person understands something really well, he becomes intellectually excited about the idea. There's also in within this intellectual excitement many different levels, different and uh, differentiated different levels from each other. One person is intellectually excited one way and one another way. Meaning, certain people are more intellectually excited, less intellectually excited. Some people are excited from from this thing, from from other things. Some people are excited when they hear a really down-to-earth analogy. Some people are excited when they hear more deep analogies. Everyone has a different intellectual excitement. The Kamoi Shechalukim, turning the page now, to Kufmem Dalit. Just like they are different, Bahasagasim, in their comprehension, everyone understands godliness in different levels and in different ways. 
so too they are different in their intellectual excitement of about these concepts depending on the level of their comprehension will also be the level of their excitement and from what they are excited from and this intellectual excitement is called the emotions how they exist within the intellect the seven lower levels of Bina which means the seven emotions of Bina because there's also the Gimel Rishenis the three firsts which refer to the intellectual the pure intellect of Bina then there's the emotions how they exist within the state of intellect and that is the intellectual excitement that a person has about a concept just like there are an intellectual certain intellectual ideas which lend towards which lean towards uh, certain um, sides there's an intellectual idea or a perception intellectual perception which more leans towards chesed kindness towards being more makel more lenient and there's an intellectual perception understanding which more leans towards being more judgment, judgmental and more strict and so too there are differences in the intellectual excitement that a person has so um, and that all really derives from the different the midas how they are, exist within the seichel so just like there are different midas within the seichel certain Meaning, sometimes it's a person in his intellect is more matikapi chesed, is more uh, leaning towards kindness, love, and intellectual except perception, also that leans more towards judgment and towards fear or towards strictness. And that also produces different measures of intellectual excitement and different ways of intellectual excitement. We'll stop there on top page, Kufman Dalit, 144, three lines on the top.